Hello, hello. Hello, beautiful people. I am Jared, the football genius Burgess. And I am Stephanie Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. The Advantage Coach. And this is the Field to the Real podcast, episode... (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. We we definitely don't know now. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I never knew. (laughs) But uh, I believe we have a pretty good show today. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I, who's really right? Um, it's just, uh-huh. it's so important to me today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my Lord. Y'all uh, don't understand. <laughs> it's just so important to me today, guys. So, as you know, we always do who's really right. <clears throat> For those of you who are new to the Feels to the Real podcast, who's really right is where Stephanie and myself uh, argue or debate, not argue. Yeah. Sometimes it turns to yes. argument. <laughs> <laughs> but more so, debate um, on an issue, and you guys get to join in and let us know who you think is really right. Yeah. So, without further ado, this week's Who's Really uh-huh. Right is who is the best NBA player right now? Currently. Right now. Currently. Who is the best NBA player? And as mm-hmm. always, ladies first, because I think everyone who listens to this podcast knows what I'm about to say. <laughs> uh, if you've ever even remotely tuned into this podcast, <laughs> you know exactly what yes. Jared is about to say. Yes. Yes. Because mm-hmm. he's blinded by That's this. All. So yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, um, clearly that is not my pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe that Giannis, I can't say his last name, uh him. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo, Mm -hmm. uh uh-huh. The Greek Greek. (laughs) (laughs) Um, is presently the best NBA player in the league. Okay. And I say that because while uh, your pick has some pretty good other talent around him. Pretty good. Uh, Pretty good talent around him, we'll say. You Mm -hmm. know, just, you know, of course I'm being facetious. (laughs) But uh, um, that is not the case necessarily in Milwaukee. Like, there are some some decent people in pieces around him, but they're not of the caliber that, that the argument you're going to make can say. Okay. Um, and just in looking at him, I mean, he's always made such a huge impact with the Milwaukee Bucks, let's just be clear, mm-hmm. um, for their team. But this year, and we're only into maybe, you know, what is this game? We might be around 15, Probably, 13, yeah, 14, 15, 15 yeah. games. Yeah. Um, so that's not what, not even. Nowhere near like a fourth of the year. Yeah, it's not even a quarter of the season season yet. Yeah. Right. Um, But his numbers um, have every, every, just about every category you can think about his points, his field goal, um, his field goals, his percentage, the three pointers, the every, in every area, he has personally, I think, improved himself. Mm -hmm. But um, on top of that, that like, 
those numbers are not anything to to like snuff at, okay? Yeah. The man has he's averaging thirty points a game. Mm-hmm. He's um, you know, averaging like almost uh, it's just crazy. The numbers are crazy. I'm looking at field goal percentages at 58%. Mm-hmm. Um, his um, three-pointers are even up mm-hmm. um, over where he has been, like, except for maybe his first year. And, like, free throws. I mean, we know big men aren't typically the best at shooting free throws, but even those numbers have like dramatically increased. All I know is this dude clearly is putting in some work somewhere mm-hmm. because every year his number, I mean, like literally, and we already know um, he, he is the team if you ask me. And so for me, I'm always the person that says, remember, I say this all the time mm-hmm. when we're talking about who's most valuable is to their team. Right. And I just feel like he, is the most valuable member of a team right now because he doesn't, like I said, my argument basically is he doesn't have what other people have. This is the argument people make about how and why Tom Brady is so special Mm -hmm. because Tom Brady doesn't necessarily have those superstar pieces around him at all times, Mm -hmm. but he still makes it work. Well, I can argue on the other side of that that superstar pieces don't necessarily win championships and that Tom Brady has benefited from a very, very good coaching staff and a legendary yes. oh, coach. Oh, I know his system. Yeah, and I know his system with them. Right. And yeah. that's why it works. But it's still he still has to do his part. And I just so but for for Giannis, I just feel like he's carrying he carries this team. He has since he got there. Mm-hmm. He has to seek out there, honestly. Okay. So I do I so he is the superstar of that team. I mm-hmm. I disagree that he carries the team just because Eric Bledsoe is a really good piece. Uh mm. <laughs> he has the, the Lopez he has both Lopez twins now. Okay. Well, listen, okay, I'm not even going there. Never mind. I'm listening. If you look at them, they're quietly some very good pieces to a team. Now, obviously, they're not Anthony Davis, and I'll get into into why Mm -hmm. old Goat James, Uh (laughs) (laughs) old Goat James, is my MVP right now. Yeah, but we're talking about a team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I think they go. No, they, they they lost in the semifinals to the Raptors. But they've got the they like are really good this year. Right. No, no, no. They're, no, so I'm saying that they're still a good team. Like, that was a really yeah. good basketball team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, I, it ain't the same, though. You can't tell me. You're not about to tell me that Eric Bledsoe and the Lopez twins is like having Anthony Davis or Dwight How I'm sorry. You're uh, not. Th- okay, I, I can make You're a case. Not. I can make a case for Robin Lopez over Dwight Howard. Because Robin Lopez, Lopez, Robin Lopez, his three-point percentage is higher than Giannis's. Okay. So I can make a case. Giannis doesn't really. What, the, when do you see him really? I mean, he takes well, them, but so he, we know what his what his thing is. Yeah, his, 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 his going to the you know, <laughs> it's going to it's the going hole. to the hole. <laughs> yeah. But but what's what's going to make him? And and this this is the reason why I wouldn't put him there right now. 
And I will say mm-hmm. that I feel like he should have won the MVP last season. I do feel like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're crowning him too soon because his game isn't totally complete for the position mm-hmm. that they're wanting him to play. Now, if he wanted to be a stretch four like Anthony Davis, yeah, then I believe he could be an MVP at that position. But since they're calling him to have the ball in his hand for a lot more and right. they're asking him to make plays, I think that right. he has to open, <laughs> unlock his game by assisting the ball more and by shooting more three-pointers, mm. which I'll say he's done a really good job of of increasing his three-point percentage. And his assists. His assists are up to, I mean, like almost double. Oh, really? From, yeah. from last year? Not from last year, but like they have every, that's what I'm telling you, like every year he has improved, he's improved in just definitely. about every category. Every category. Right. Now, he has. He's at, they're saying he's at like 6.2 right now. Okay. Well, this is why I'm making the case for my GOAT. Oh, God. My GOAT oh, is averaging. Why? He is averaging 25 points, eight assists, I mean, eight rebounds, and 11.2 assists a game. Also, while shooting 49, close to 50% from, from the field goal. His, that's his field goal percent. You do know these numbers are less than Giannis, right? No, no, they are because <laughs> okay. Le- well, <laughs> not the asking. not the assists. LeBron is asked to make more that's plays. That's the only one. Well, so LeBron's not asked to be a scorer because, like you said, he has other pieces on the team, like mm-hmm. Anthony Davis and mm-hmm. Danny Green, and mm-hmm. so I feel like LeBron is the mo- most valuable player to his team. Mm. And to the NBA, if you look mm. at what he's doing, if you look at what he's doing in year seventeen, it's mm-hmm. almost unimaginable. Not even Kobe made this sort of impact in year seventeen. Okay, not didn't have this sort I mean, of lift. And yeah, no, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I feel like he's still continuing to get better. Like, switching his game from being a slasher mm-hmm. to... I mean, he's always been a facilitator. That's why his assists are up, and that's why he'll probably exit the game as being number one on the assist totals. Now, he'll have to mm-hmm. pass a lot more, but averaging 11, mm-hmm. uh, averaging 11 a game um, mm-hmm. can surely get him there. Okay. But just the brand of basketball that he's playing right now. And not to mention that last night <laughs> he became the first ever NBA player mm-hmm. to get a triple-double against every NBA team. No, oh, that's impressive. That's impressive. So not only is... I don't take anything away from your goal. I'm not. Well, you know, I, you know, I, be, I listen to Stephen A. Smith and I listen to <laughs> you know, it just makes me ride so much harder for LeBron because he receives so much slander from so many different places. He's not slander. <laughs> yes, slander. <laughs> slander. Oh my god! So I, no, I gotta I hold mean, my goat down. Uh-huh. Me, me, and you call? Huh? That's a bromance. That's a bromance <laughs> thing, right there. I'm sorry. Me, me and me and Lashana Sharp, we gotta hold down the goat. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's an absolute bromance. And and yeah. it's okay. That's where you are. I'm just saying, even if yeah. we so because if we talking numbers, we know already. So it's it nah, is we know. I mean he's I'm just saying. If we're gonna talk about it in numbers terms, mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you. I mean, we, again we could we could, we could we could also go with the fact that uh LeBron's team has the best record in the West. Okay. They're, leading, they're leading the NBA. Or they and ain't the best nobody else doing nothing. In the NBA. Okay. But, okay, it's a team with Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Denny Green. Okay, so um, it's all, this is the Warriors. No, no. We know we're not going to do no, that. No, we're yes, not going to do, do that. that. This, is, <laughs> yes. this is not even the Warriors before KD. Okay. Okay. The, the, right. That team has two superstars. And one emerging star with Kyle Kuzma. Okay. Okay. So what was anyway? All right. I was about to say wait, wait, who was Clay back then? So oh, like, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Clay is a superstar. Uh what was he back then though? You said it was not even before KD. Yeah. This is what they were before KD. No, no, I'm saying that I'm saying that they had more superstars in, in Golden State. Um Really? I, no, that Golden State. Listen, that Golden State. Listen, I'm a, I'm going to name the superstars for you, and they had one coming off the bench. I'm talking about before KD. Now. Clay. We're talking about when they first got when they first their, their first championship. Clay, yeah. superstar. No. Yes. No. Clay, superstar. No, he was not before the championship. No. Yes, he was. No, he that was that first not. championship. They were. It was on, no. They both. They I mean, both had skyrocketed. Exactly. No. Superstars. No. Clay. Was, I promise you. Steph, no. Draymond. Okay, Steph Curry. Draymond. No. Yes, Draymond. No. No. <laughs> yes. No. Draymond is a four. I mean, he's not as athletic as LeBron, but a four. That kid distribute the ball. Mm-hmm. Superstar. And let's just, let's let us not forget that he went to the All Star game. Okay. And Andre Iguodala, superstars. No. So that's like saying, "Oh my gosh, what's my dude that forever is winning the sixth man?" Oh, uh, Lou, Lou Will. Not Lou. Oh, you talking uh-uh. about before Lou Will? Uh, oh, what's his my name? God. He played for the Hawks for a while. I loved him. Oh, what's his name? It's gonna come to us in a second. Oh, this is driving me crazy. What is his name? Oh, I can't think of it right now. Anyway, him. Uh huh. Nobody really like because he won Six Man of the Year. People know who he is, but not really. Like. You talking about people know Lou Will like or Iguodala like they no no listen no Iguodala you gotta be a real fan is a superstar. superstar no you Iguodala superstar. was the MVP of the finals that year but I'm telling you you gotta be talking about somebody that even people who aren't really into sports or who aren't no. really into the sport know them. People don't know them. They know Steph Curry. They know Michael Jordan. They know LeBron James. They know Kobe okay. Bryant. They don't okay. know superstars. Okay, so no. let's let's tear it. Let's tear it, okay? Because those names that you named, I would say, are megastars. And I, I know I started the superstar talk. Uh-huh. So those guys, like, so, okay, so Steph Curry is a megastar. LeBron, okay. obviously, a megastar. 
Now, why obvious? Yeah, huh? <laughs> well, uh, well, we know we know LeBron oh is a mega God. star. Oh, whatever. That's not uh-huh. debatable. <laughs> oh my gosh. We, we, we know we know Giannis is a megastar. We know Embiid now is a megastar. Uh oh, you got quiet. Because I, I don't think I, people know. I, I know how you feel know. about Embiid. No, Embiid is known oh, well, around know the world. <laughs> yeah. Embiid is known around the world. If if only, mm-hmm. if only, because he I feel like he's the greatest center in the league. Mm. If only for his social media antics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes right. it much better. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, not, not only can he go out there and give you uh, 30 and 15, <laughs> he can also yeah. shoot a shot at Rihanna on, on, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, yeah, we're not even going yeah, there. Yeah. I'm not even, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I need him to go see somebody. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. But yeah. Oh no, definitely. Mm-hmm. He definitely got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He need to see somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, okay. So we didn't well. we didn't got in the weeds of this argument, but Stephanie has chosen Giannis Antetokounmpo mm-hmm. as her MVP. Mm-hmm. I, Jared, have chosen LeBron. Oh God. <laughs> As my MVP. I, Jared. I, Jared. Thank you, LeBron. <laughs> to be my lovely wedding goat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Man. Oh, my gosh. So, Lord, yes. If you, okay. if, you agree with, if you agree with Stephanie, one. If you agree with Jared, two. Under the, we'll under, see. under the under the IG post. Yeah, one, we'll see. One for Stephanie, two for Jared. I'm going to put yeah. both of their pictures up, and you can tell me or tell us who's really right. Mm-hmm. Who's really right? I'm you curious. All, you all know that I'm really right. Don't disappoint me on this. <laughs> listen, and, listen, and don't people you... don't do this like it's some popularity contest like the All-Star Games and stuff like that. We're mm-hmm. talking about for real. Like, who for real? Not because everybody in the world loves or knows LeBron. For real. So, yeah. Who's really right? We're going to see. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. So, Kaepernick is back in the news. Our guy, Colin Kaepernick, he was propositioned by the NFL to. (laughs) Good way to put it. (laughs) Propositioned by the NFL. To yes. come to a workout in Atlanta on Saturday morning, this past Saturday, Saturday uh, November. Yep. What was that? November sixteenth. Don't make me lie. No. Yes. Saturday, November sixteenth. Um, mm-hmm. He received the invitation that Tuesday, which I believe was the eleventh or twelfth, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that Tuesday was, the eleventh or the twelfth. He received the invitation and had, I believe, 24 hours to agree to it. So he agreed initially, but what happened was there was some paperwork. Everyone has to sign a waiver, but there was an extra form of paperwork that they were requiring Colin Kaepernick to sign in order to take place in this workout. Because he decided not to sign that paperwork, he made the decision 
to go and can and complete the workout at a high school um, in South Atlanta. Now he has received all types of support and uh, what's the word? I don't, I don't want to keep saying slang. criticism. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all types of support and criticism for his decision. Yeah. yeah. Um. But where do you fall on it, Stephanie? Well, um, I feel like he, Colin Kaepernick is is a very thoughtful guy. Mm-hmm. And he's very, um, he, I don't think he's done anything that wasn't calculated up till now yes. for himself. I mean, not to be, I'm not meaning it in a malicious way. Like he's right. been very like thoughtful and and considerate for himself about what's best for him. Right. Um, because I imagine, honestly, he probably could have been back in the league if he had, if he had just been just randomly doing things by now. Yeah. Um, but he's been real careful in, in, about what he does. And so for him to um, take the reins, essentially, which is something that absolutely the NFL does not like. Mm-hmm. Um it kind of goes to the point. Um, I read something, some I can't remember that just said that um, no matter what his work, no matter what the workout and how NFL and football ready, he looked on Saturday or did not look on Saturday. Mm -hmm. He was not going to get the opportunity to play for anybody's team because they have to weigh it from a, his talent versus the, the media attention the 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 not even the distraction it's 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 him like his his they're worried about what he's going to do because clearly he's showing and then this this was another situation where they get to use this in to their advantage mm-hmm. to say see he's never going to essentially conform conform yes and so because of that, he becomes a liability. It's it, That's what the word was that they used, like talent versus liability. Okay. And so um, in particular, so I just, I feel like for him, um, I get why he did what he did. I hate that it has to go down like this because essentially it was just a waste of his time and people's time, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um because it's not being it wasn't it wasn't done correctly from the beginning right um i i admire him for being a man of his principles so the fact that he again stood up for his principles and didn't allow the nfl to kind of dictate how things went i say kudos i just i don't know if you really want to play because you're not willing to conform in any way right and that was kind of what I think Stephen A was, was trying, trying to, get to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like at some point you got, it's like a marriage. When you're yes. in a marriage, you got to have compromise. There's got to be something that you're willing to be like, mm, okay, I'm going to bend with this thing. Right. So, and I don't know, it's not my place to say, cause I didn't see the paperwork. I don't know exactly what it said. So I don't know why he felt like it wasn't a good idea you know what I mean? Like, well, so what I'll say ab- about that is, and I think this is the gist of the paperwork. 
the NFL wanted to make sure, and they don't do this with anybody else. Like they, they've never done this. Mm-hmm. They've never done this paperwork with anybody else. The NFL wanted to make sure that Colin Kaepernick could not come after them again to sue them if he wasn't. Nobody took him. Yeah, if he wasn't, you know, um, picked up by Signed a team. By somebody. Yeah. Now, all of the things surrounding this, the fact that they wouldn't allow any media in, that they had control over the taping of the workout, they wouldn't mm-hmm. allow him to tape. All of that speaks to the reason why I wouldn't have signed that piece of paper either. Because I already don't trust the NFL. I already feel like they've colluded against me. Now, anyone could say, well, then why do you want to play in this league? And I do get that. And that is one thing that I question Colin Kaepernick about. If you know Mm -hmm. that you've been wrongly done by this league, you you can go play in the CFL. The, Something the XFL is about to start up in a minute. You know, you can you can go play in these leagues, right? And so yeah. I, I do understand though the NFL, regardless of this other thing, the NFL mm-hmm. is um you know, as as football players who play football all our lives, the NFL is the dream, it's the it's the top league, mm-hmm. it's the best of the mm-hmm. best, right? And so for those right. people who say, like, well, if you don't want to conform, you know why are you even attempting to be a part of the NFL? I can make a case for uh, we all have to conform in everyday life for jobs that we don't necessarily want to have or Mm. and some of us do and some of us don't. (laughs) I I got, look, Stephanie, I got a funny story to tell you about today uh, at at our our lovely old place. Uh Yeah, yeah. I can't talk about it on air, but, um, you know, I'm just, I I can't say, but I'm just using that to say, like, some people, people don't conform, but still have to be a part of the system. And I know that the NFL isn't necessarily the system, but in ways it feels like it is. It is. Well, everything is systemic. Yeah, every yeah, every organization has a system. It is it is a system. Right. Because every organization has policies, procedures. It's a system. Right. So, yeah. No, it's just, yeah. I, I don't know. I, th- I have mixed feelings on this. I feel bad for him. In all of it, that's the main thing for me. I feel bad for him because he's never been treated fairly. Right. Even in this, he's not, it wasn't fair. Right. And I think so, I, I do weigh the okay, if you want to be in a league that bad, conform versus yeah, I would like to do this on yeah. my own terms. And I think if we look at it, just ain't gonna work. If we look at all the rebels in the history of this country, like yeah. I think maybe they conformed some. When you look some. at some, somebody like a exactly a Martin Luther King or yeah or a Malcolm X, but yeah, they and they still Malcolm had, X is a good one, right? To use. Yeah. They still had standards that they felt that they weren't going to conform to. Now, right. I would say for Colin Kaepernick, even taking the workout after feeling you've been wronged by this league is some level of no, sense. no, no, it's some level it's conforming. Well, it made no sense to me to even accept it from the NFL. If you said I'm doing this myself and invited teams out, that may that I know that's not going to get the teams out. But I'm just yeah. I don't know. It's just this whole thing well, is just weird. I, I hate I think, he did it. I, I hate love, it went down. I love the way he did it though. 
because that he took even back if, the even, control. He took back the control, and even if he doesn't get signed, eight teams came. Eight teams came out there and looked at him. Yeah. There, there have been whispers from NFL execs that say he has elite arm talent. So we, <laughs> so we know. Did we see the throws? Yeah, yeah. So we know. <laughs> and and speaking of the throws, let me shout out uh, one oh, one, yeah. one of my kids, Ari Works, who uh, I was his freshman intro to kinesiology instructor at Georgia State, um, <laughs> and. I, I sat down to talk to this guy, you know, and I won't say tirelessly, tirelessly, but he spent a few times in my office, you know what I'm saying, and me just, you know, talking about him, explaining, you know, the importance of being a student, you know, in the student athlete, right. and that, that part being first. Right. And I'm just yeah. so proud of that kid. He he ended up not yeah. staying at Georgia State. He ended up transferring to East uh, Tennessee State. Um, he's graduated. He he had tried his hand at the NFL. He didn't get um, many calls, and he just ended up signing with signing with an indoor team. But he got this call, mm-hmm. and he was able to go work out. He was one of the receivers that worked out for Colin Kaepernick, and I'm just so proud of that that's guy. That's awesome. So that's proud of awesome. that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool. Yeah, good stuff. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I, you know, I, I love the I love the fact that he took back the control. Oh. I'm not gonna be able to do this workout if I don't fill out this uh, waiver. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, South Atlanta, let's let's yeah. let, give me a, a fill. Let's do this. Right, we, we gonna still do it, and I'm gonna stream it, and I'm gonna let the world see it, so nobody yeah. can have a, a closed room saying that my arm talent wasn't was shaky or it didn't look well. Right, I'm showing right. the world that I can still throw the football and I can still throw it at a high level. Yeah. Better than some of these quarterbacks that's out here throwing the ball because oh my god, Lord have mercy. That's- Lord, I don't know what we're doing in Cincinnati. Oh, God. Or at this point, I'm back to the Carolina thing. Look, right. I watched the game. Uh, Lord, uh, baby. Poor baby. Uh. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> All right, look, y'all, y'all, better, y'all better hold on before we get rid of uh, Cam. Y'all better hold on. <laughs> I don't know if Kenny's it. You sure that's right. what you want to do? <laughs> don't know if that's it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, poor thing. But, yeah, no, I just, yeah. So my thing is, why couldn't you have just done the workout with the streaming without the NFL? Well, he he wouldn't have gotten teams to come. I think I think what the NFL did this whole this whole organized thing was the go ahead, and this is how you know there was collusion. This whole thing was the go ahead for teams to be able to look at him because literally, like yeah. they said, this is the mafia like thing, right? <laughs> And so no team, no team, if he had just done a workout, no team would have yeah. would have felt like they could go and watch that workout without right. having some backlash. Because the NFL, the godfather had not said Ex- Exactly. Yeah. 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 Son, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, God. I, I, just, I, yeah. I love the way that he, he, he control, I'm going to control this narrative. Yeah. You guys are not yeah. going to put out anything saying that my workout didn't look good. I want the people to see, the people to judge, so that there's a level of accountability and, and a, level, a level of transparency. Yeah. That's the part that I, I agree with. Mm-hmm. Like, you wanted it to be transparent. Right. That's why you did not sign. Because you wanted to be, you don't want people to be able to go and, and make up stuff. Oh, his arm wasn't the same, or he right. wasn't in the same football shape. No. Uh, everybody's seeing it. We know. Mm-hmm. Now the pressure is back on. Now, really, what they did backfired. It, it did. 
because now the pressure is back on. The man has shown he can do it. There's no excuses. Now, why is he not being signed with all of these teams who need a good quarterback? And that's my issue with Stephen A. Smith and just the way that Mm. he went about it. Like, okay, Mm. I get it. Mm. I I just, I got some strong feelings about that Mm -hmm. and I will not air them on this podcast, but I just, I I don't like, I don't like that because it feels the way he went about it. I don't like the way that Stephen A. went about it because it feels bigger than him. Well, it's, what's funny is he's try, he tried to say that this was Colin just doing some sort of um, publicity stunt. Right. When I ain't talked to, to the media me, in three years. To me, you even commenting on it was more of a need for publicity than Colin. Exactly. That's how I see that. And 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 like I get so like, you know. Stephen A is polarizing. You know what I'm saying? Like some of his takes, I like. That's his thing. Right. That's his thing. That's that's who he is. Right. And so some of his takes I, I do like and appreciate, but a lot of them, like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm left scratching my head, and mm-hmm. I'm frustrated with because, um, I, I just feel like a lot of what he says now and what he does is more of entertainment, mm-hmm. and it, it may mm-hmm. not necessarily be him full without conviction right. yeah you know and, and he just wants to be that anti- that antagonist yes yes just like skip bayless and yeah and he just wants to be that and antagonist. To, to add an extra layer to this i feel like that right there is one of the reasons why jamel hill and michael smith are no longer with espn mm-hmm. because they weren't gonna be before they weren't willing to do that mm-hmm. and i'll just leave that point right there but I, I'm okay. I'm I'm really I'm really happy with what Cal, what Colin Kaepernick did. Yeah, and I'm and you know I'm really I'm gonna just say this: people, some of the people who come to his to his defense, obviously we know Eric Reed was going to, but even To, mm-hmm. even To came at Stephen A and was like, "You don't know what you're talking about, bro. Like this is just the fight you want." Right. And I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm and he, glad they did. And he doubled down on it too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I feel like as media members of the media, you can always quote a anonymous source and say, "Not, not." I, I don't want to question his integrity because I know, as a source, you have to, have, you know, built up a rapport and you know, right. But you know, he conveniently came out and said the other day that there were teams that were going to sign him by Monday, had he shown up for that workout, and I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And if, how about this? Because if you were one of those teams, then why weren't you at South Atlanta? Egg, right, right. I'm just saying. T- so seven teams made the effort to go where he was. Right. So if you were one of those teams that was going immediately sign him, then why weren't you there? I, I think it's that same type of like thing with with Ray Allen. I mean, not Ray Allen. Ray Lewis came out and was like, "Oh, the Ravens were ready to sign him." But when mm-hmm. when his girlfriend put up that picture on Instagram, oh, oh we just whatever. Yeah, yeah right. whatever. Yeah, right. It sound good, right? And I was yeah. I was even disappointed at uh, um, what's my guy Marcellus Wiley's take on it. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I I was very disappointed at it because he he tried to he tried to argue his way out of what he said, but he had already said basically <laughs> since. Colin Kaepernick was raised by, you know, um, a white mother and father, 
and he didn't grow up in the hood that uh, he ain't black yeah, enough. Yeah, he ain't black enough. And his, and his, <gasps> yeah, I was so disappointed at that. Oh, that is so so ignorant. disappointed. Oh at my that. god! Like really? And, and wow. he went back. You know, you know how someone says something and they're like, "Well, I, I don't mean it like this," but yeah, this but is exactly said. how you're saying Too it. Late. You're saying it this way. Yep. So I don't know how you re- how do you not mean when you say that? How do you not mean right? It? Right. I don't know how you can switch that up. But There's anyway, no way you can. all right. No. Nope. All right. Miles Garrett. Okay. Oh man, nah, this was a story. Stuff this week. <laughs> we didn't. Stuff right. this week. Lord have mercy. <laughs> so, for those of you who didn't see last Thursday, um, oh the Cleveland Browns played the played the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. End of the game. Uh, Miles Garrett. Eight seconds. Eight seconds left. left. Miles Garrett's rushing the quarterback. He tackles Mason Rudolph, um, and takes him to the ground. During this time, Mason Rudolph attempts to take off Miles Garrett's helmet and he kicks him in the groin. Miles mm-hmm. Garrett gets the better of this exchange by ripping off Mason <laughs> Rudolph's helmet. And at the time, he's being backed up by two of the offensive linemen for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, Mason was a little upset that he got his helmet ripped off and that he lost the exchange. And so he runs up behind his offensive lineman, still trying to fight. And unfortunately, Miles Garrett's didn't hold, you know, his temper in that moment, and he swung Mason Rudolph's helmet and hit him in the head with it. With no helmet. With no on. helmet. So your head is just your head yeah. is just exposed. Yes. Um, and at the end of that, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line, they, you know, take Miles Garrett to the ground, they, you know, beating and pounding on him, and um, this whole situation just comes to a head. Yeah, but what ended up happening was Miles Garrett was suspended indefinitely for um, hitting Mason Rudolph in the head. Um, the one of the offensive linemen for the Steelers received, I believe, a three-game suspension. He did. It was was it Maurice? It was Pouncey, Pouncey yeah, Marquise Pouncey, I think. Yeah, Marquise, yeah. Um, and. One of the offensive linemen who kind of ran up and ran into Mason Rudolph at the end of this exchange, um, he received a one-game suspension. Mm-hmm. Now, Stephanie, how do you feel mm-hmm. about uh, the consequences that were handed out and how this whole thing unfolded? Um, I'm, if it's a word above livid about the fact that Mason Rudolph hasn't received any punishment. Mm-hmm. Well, excuse me, when he, you, he was fine. Like I said, mm-hmm. you haven't received any punishment yeah. because punishment to me is I don't get to play. Right. No, I, I, I agree. And you, you, I don't, you don't need to play. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You don't need to play. You initiated mm-hmm. all of this. None of this would have happened had you not been pissed about him taking you to the ground. You and, right. And then you get upset and you start ripping his helmet off and hit him in his groin. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm not a man. Right. So I can't speak to this. But I know that men are extremely sensitive uh-huh. about that yeah. in particular. And so when another man does something like that to you, it's it's worse than anything. Oh, yeah. And so for you to do that to him, 
you were trying to hurt him. Absolutely. And so he then is like, yo, this is not going to work. You can't do this to me. Mm -hmm. And of course, at that point, he probably blacked out. He didn't see anything else. And he was just like, I got to get it. And so when they come and they are defending their quarterback as they Mm -hmm. should and backing you up, that was his chance to just walk away. Mm -hmm. But he chose not to. Mm -hmm. And so you walk up like you're going to take advantage of the fact that it's like a a fight, a gang fight where somebody's being held and they're being beat. So you want them to hold him back so you can fight him him. and he's not supposed to do anything back to you in retaliation. Mm -hmm. Like, you should be suspended indefinitely too, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Because you were the one that initiated all of this. Miles Garrett is not that dude. I've been watching... People talk about him mm-hmm. on Sunday. I was listening, um, watching sports um, analysts talk about this dude. They were like, he's a good kid, mm-hmm. great guy. He's into all of this stuff, like arts and all this kind right. of stuff. Like, he is not that dude. So, yeah. I sw- remember what I said when we first started talking about this. I was like, he said something. Oh, some, or did something. something. That, see, I didn't see the we growing said, thing. See, we didn't, we didn't know about the growing thing mm-hmm. until today after mm-hmm. they reviewed mm-hmm. The, the video mm-hmm. a few times. Yeah. So to me, I knew it was something. You triggered this man in some kind of way mm-hmm. with whatever you did. He didn't just get mad because you took his helmet off. That didn't make mm-hmm. sense. He wouldn't be that angry about that. Right. So, and then, and what I told you when we talked on Monday was one of the things that I thought was really crazy is how people are oh my God, he should be charged with assaults. And right. oh my gosh, this is horrible for the league. And oh my gosh. And every person who spoke um, during the, um, every person who spoke during the um, commentators that, that I went, during the um, um, pregame that I was watching on Sunday, mm-hmm. talking about how this is something that's just typical. It happens all the time. Right. Even amongst the own team, right. it happens all the time. Michael Strahan said this was specifically him, and he actually took a helmet and hit somebody. Mm-hmm. With. So I need people to stop acting like this is, especially people who actually played the game. Right. Like players coming out against this dude, y'all. That's I, I just wrong. yeah, I I just so disgusted about wrong. it. Yeah, that's just wrong. I I'm not condoning what he did because it was over the top. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that what he did was right, and he shouldn't have some some uh, consequences for what he did. But but one to suspend him indefinitely is a little over the top, mm-hmm. and not to at least make some effort to make sure Mason Rudolph got something that was equivalent is uh, is not no. Yeah, so I, I went real deep on this, right? <laughs> I went real deep. And I'm I'm gonna need you to not necessarily follow me. You can tell me if I'm being too over the top. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I mm-hmm. went real deep on this, and I, I feel like this is a microcosm of the villainization of black men. Mm-hmm. Now I tweeted out the other day that only in America can a white man start a fight, get his butt beat, and then only right. the only people who get a consequence in the situation are the three black men. Right. Because if you notice, the other yeah. the other offensive lineman was white. He didn't get 
suspended either. Anything? Oh wow! Look at that! Wow. So Mason Mason Rudolph, like we just discussed, started this whole thing. If he's not running up behind his offensive lineman to continue this fight, he, have a chance he doesn't get hit in the head with a helmet. That's right. And That's right. I'm so I'm so blown away. And it's crazy because it takes for somebody like Max Kellerman to be the the voice of reason here. And then I, I got even more upset because, and this is the, the stuff that I get upset with Skip. I mean, not Skip, but uh, Stephen A. about. Stephen A. about. Stephen A. said something to the effect that, well, you can have that point. Uh, what's his name? You can have that point, uh, Max hey. Kellerman. Because you're a white man. And I got so livid by that because I'm like, yes. I'm sorry, what? Oh, I got so angry by it. I got so angry by it because he said, you can have that point or you can make this point being a white man, but... um, I don't understand what he means. I don't get that. Well, So, basically saying that um, he felt like Max was given... Miles Garrett a pass for his actions by saying that Mason Rudolph needed to be held accountable, which to, the two of them, wow. the two of them can coexist. We can we can punish wow. Miles Garrett for losing this cool Absolutely. and slamming. Nobody's saying he shouldn't be. Absolutely, but just because of the he optics should. of it doesn't mean that Mason Rudolph should escape punishment as well. Like, what are we telling? Exactly. Like, what are we telling people? You can start what a fight. Are we saying? And just because you get your butt whooped and it looks bad on TV, that you shouldn't be held accountable. And that's just not fair. Right. I, I just can't. I can't wrap my mind around that. And the race thing has to be brought into this because otherwise it, it doesn't it doesn't fly. Exactly. If the two white men who were involved in this did not get anything, I'm not. You know how I feel. I'm not that person. But it it, it just it's blaring. Yes. This is blaring. This is this is a microcosm of what the whole society looks exactly. like. Exactly. Exactly. And this is why there are more, uh, percentage-wise, there are more black men in jail than white mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. Our crimes are looked Not at... they don't do things. Right. They exactly. Yeah. Our crimes are looked at yeah. as more barbaric. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? More uh, uh, more aggressive. More, you know... Yeah. And... Yeah. You know, I understand that yeah. a lot of people didn't see all of that in that. But after watching it play well, out, that's exactly what I saw. Well, how about this one? If if Max Kellerman can see it mm-hmm. as a white man, since Stephen A. wanted to put that out there right. that he was a white man, then I don't see why more people can't see that. I love Max's response, and I don't remember it verbatim, but basically it was something to the point of, well, this is why it's important for me to use my voice That's to right. combat white privilege. This kind of stuff, yeah. This is, this is at its best and finest. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. Yes. Because like I said, even if you don't suspend Mason Rudolph for the same amount of time, first of all, you give Miles Garrett a time. Not indefinitely. What is that? Right. What is that? What are you trying to say? Right. So give him a time, even if you suspend him for eight weeks. I mean, I think that would be excessive right. too, but I'm just saying if you expect it's to suspend him for six, eight weeks, but you need to give Mason Rudolph right, right behind him. Yeah. It might be five weeks if he gets Hey, right. You don't absolutely, but you don't just get to get away with it and say, "Oh, we're gonna find you because you started exactly. it and you did things to this man physically too." Mm-hmm. You hit him. You t- you you attacked him in his groin. Hello. Right. So 
so no. So I hope now that they come out and they see that it wasn't just him snatch, trying to snatch his helmet off, that they're going to come back and they're going to rectify this and do something more severe to him. Right. Well, today, I believe everybody had their hearing uh, to, to see I if... he was appealing. Yeah, yeah, to see if the, the suspensions will be upheld. So mm-hmm. hopefully we hear something by the end of the day. Yeah. No, I need them to rectify this now. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a problem. Right. Okay. All it's, right. Uh, like, it's one of them days when I was, yeah. Right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need some punching gloves. Or right, right. Like, just, what? I need a, I need a heavy bag or something just to get this yeah. frustration out. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Let's go on. Let's go there on to the real. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we got on to the real and the feel good final thoughts. Some things that we can smile about <laughs> and be cheery about because, <laughs> Lord, right. these last two. <laughs> yeah. Nah. But. <laughs> I on to the real spotlight. I, you know, oddly enough, so I, I've watched everything Michael Strahan related. Probably maybe since he got to the league. No, no, I won't say since he got to the league because I can't remember what year it was he got drafted. Mm-hmm. But ever since I got to college and I had to switch positions and play defensive end, mm-hmm. uh, him amongst, uh, you know, a bevy of other uh, pass rushers were like, some of my film that I watched just to look and see and get technique from and, you know, see kind of the moves that they made. Um, but he was drafted in 93, just so you know. Oh, yeah. So that was way before. I... <laughs> yeah. Round two. Oh, so... 46. Wow. Okay. So he came out of yeah. Texas Southern University, mm-hmm. HBCU. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I believe what he, he retired in what, 07? Oh wait, yes. Because he won that. He won that last. Super- was an yeah, he won that last Super Bowl with yeah. the Giants. When the- he said, Peace. yeah, because <laughs> he already the, the Giants. He knew what he lost. Right. Was. The, the right. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> he was like, ah, I don't know if we're gonna get another Ooh, one. Huh? Not, right. I'll see you guys we later. Not, we not, I lucked and ran out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. But oh no no, e- Eli got his the year after Peyton got his. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. But so um so yeah, he he ended his career around the time that I ended my college career. But I just I just mm-hmm. remember watching a lot of film on him. Um but I couldn't remember what year that he started, but he came out of Texas Southern mm-hmm. in 93. Um mm-hmm. he didn't start playing football, I believe until his senior year of high school, which probably he had to move back from Germany mm-hmm. to Texas to play his senior year of football because he wanted to play. Um, and he knew that he, he wanted, he wouldn't get recruited if he didn't, if play. he, if he yeah. didn't play and if he was, had to stayed over in Germany. So came right. back, lived with an uncle, um, played at Westbury, play, played at Westbury, mm-hmm. um, got a scholarship. I believe, I don't know for certain, but I believe Texas Southern was his only scholarship. Probably so when you played your one right, year. Right. Cause he, he was yeah. a late bloomer. He went there. Yeah, yeah. He was, you know, um, all everything and got drafted by the Giants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spent his entire career with the Giants. Yeah. Um, and since he's retired, like, he has been the Quite. man. Him and Steve Him, Harvey, look, they, they, they got a thousand Right, they, they, look, they going neck and neck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they are going neck and neck <clears throat> for yeah. this, for this, uh, for, for, for the worker of the year. <laughs> yeah, my goodness. Like yeah, so he's a football analyst mm-hmm. for NFL Sunday. Mm-hmm. 
He's a co-host on Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. He's a co-host on Strayhand, Sarah, and Kiki. Mm-hmm. He was, before he moved to Good Morning America, he was on Live with Kelly and Michael. And Michael. Mm-hmm. He hosts the $100,000 Pyramid. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think. It's something else he does. Oh, the... um. He does the he does the um, pre games, but he also does the like between games. Oh yes, so I can't. Yeah, like at night kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, the man is yeah. The, I don't know. Does he is he is he was was the what is it the uh, color commentating? Yeah, but it's games not or? even for Fox. It's not for Fox. Whatever it is, it's not for Fox. I can't think of what it is. But I wonder if it's NBC. Is it Sunday night? But he doesn't. He might do Sunday night, but it's it's okay. On he's NBC. not like one of the ones that's he. He's like out. I can't think of what he did. But anyway, uh, okay. Just, he every he everywhere and he does everything. And so he's absolutely made the transition from the game to real life for him in in the media. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, funny man. you brought it. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you you brought his name up when during our production meeting, and yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's perfect." Yeah. Like, you know, um, he is the perfect person to yeah. to choose out onto the real spotlight. Absolutely. So, salute Absolutely. to you, Michael Strahan. Absolutely. Um, can a brother bar a job? Bar <laughs> <laughs> a job, right? Let me bar a job, man. A job, just one. Yeah, you can give up one. Right, you right. Can give up one. I get oh back. Oh my gosh, I get back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I just think it's great. Not only that he's he's transitioned, but he transitioned well. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was it was it's a good thing. Like he's yeah, you don't get a spinoff from a Good Morning America that's been on for forty years, um, of your own with your own name on it just by slack. It doesn't happen. So yeah, good luck. Good, yeah. good job, sir. Good job, good job, good job uh, Mr. Strahan. Good job, sir. Yeah, yeah. All For right. Sure. Okay. So, our, I'm so excited about this. Oh man, <sighs> I feel good. Final thought. When you sent it to oh, me, so and I saw what school he went to, I got super excited. <sighs> even though yeah. growing up, we were supposed to hate this school. <laughs> but Mr. Ruquan Brown, yeah, um, man, who Wait. is a Wait. senior at Roosevelt Senior High School in Washington D.C. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't listen to the show or this is your first time listening, um, you would know because I say it all the time or you wouldn't know because I, but I do say it all the time and I'm from Washington, DC and this school is actually my neighborhood rival. Um, both of our high school, both of our high schools are within about maybe three and a half, four miles of each other. Um, and some of the students from my neighborhood divvied up and went to either my school, Coolidge High School, or Roosevelt, which is the school that we're about to talk about with this young man, uh, Ruquan Brown. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Man, listen. Listen. All I can tell you is listen. <laughs> <laughs> I am super impressed with... Okay, so you all who, who listen or people who know me personally know that um, my passion is for student athletes. And mm-hmm. I've worked with high school student athletes for almost a decade. 
And to have one at this, this listen, I don't even, words can't even express. If I was in this guy's life, how how I would feel, and I'm not even in his life, and how I feel about what he's been able to accomplish. So Ruquan has received 24 scholarship offers, okay? 24. And seven of them are Ivy League. Hello? Seven Ivy League. Seven Ivy League schools. He said he Man. wants to major in business and minor in African-American studies. Wow. Um, because he just, just a deep kid. He made a 1320 on the SAT. Hello? Excuse me. Hello? 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 Mm-hmm. Um, runs track wide receiver, cornerback for the team, for the football mm-hmm. team. They say he runs a 4-3 in the 40-yard dash. Sheesh. <laughs> that right there, that right there yeah. is why he needs to go to, to one of those Ivy League schools. Why? Because even if you want to play professionally, now you know I'm a big I'm a big proponent of HBCUs. HBCUs, yeah. Um, but he is the type of kid because he's that fast and he's that smart. He will get an opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to play professionally. Richard Sherman is who comes to mind. Stanford University. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and even Marcellus Wiley going to Columbia. Yeah. yeah. You know. Christian McCaffrey yeah. went to Stanford too, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, went to yeah. Stanford. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Luck. Yep. You know, so. Saying. Yeah, <laughs> they look. That, look, if you if you good, they gonna come find you. Yeah, they gonna find you. And they gonna come find you. Too. They don't care. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, man, I'm I'm just I'm I'm, you know I'm I'm if I had to seen this story and even if he wasn't from DC, I would have still been proud. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it just makes me super proud, like because, um, this is a kid who comes from my neighborhood, essentially, you yeah. know. Um, and, and to receive these accolades and um, like it just speaks to his diligence and the diligence of the people around him like I don't know um, I right. didn't I didn't see much about his parents or you know but well, his see, mentors I got to that part yeah oh I'm sorry I, I didn't no, cut you no, off I'm sorry no you're good you're good <laughs> but just you know it speaks to the diligence of the people around him making sure yeah. like you are going to have options young man yeah. you're going to play oh, football yeah, yeah. But we're gonna get this 13 something on the SATs. Okay, we're gonna have this three something GPA. So this is a student athlete. Yeah. This is what we talk about. This is a student athlete. Like mm-hmm. yeah. And then this kid is an entrepreneur. Yes. So he owns a clothing company. It's called Love One. Mm-hmm. He, and with this company, he started it for a particular reason. I'll get to it in a minute. But he mm-hmm. donates 20% of the proceeds to a New Jersey organization called One Gun yeah. Gone. Mm-hmm. So this organization buys back guns from New Jersey residents and turns them into art projects, which mm-hmm. I thought was really flat. That's really cool. Right. Um, it's personal for him because one of his friends and teammates was killed in D.C. And then mm-hmm. not even a year later, his stepfather <coughs> was killed in Tulsa. Mm. Oklahoma. To, so both from, uh-huh, from gun violence. And so his quote is, I want people to be inspired to turn their power, their pain into power. I wanted to beat gun violence to the punch so that our families don't have to continuously fall victim to tragic losses. We're eliminating a small small fragment of the problem 
in order to reduce the amount of our loved ones being taken from us. Man. And he credits his parents for his success. That's what I was gonna say. Man, this is this story like is yeah. awesome. Brings it like yeah. hey, you know we talk about the you know his dad talk. was your uh, was your uh, went to us. He said his his stepfather took him to his first football practice, but his dad graduated from Howard. Oh really? Yep. Um, Dental hygienist. I might know him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is a dental hygienist. Be thinking Fresh I know everybody. <laughs> okay, H U. Yeah. So this is just this was a great story. Yeah. I'm just, like I'm I, glad. this is a big fat hug story. After all right. that crap yeah. we talked about, this is a good thing. Like, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go find this young man when I when I go home next week <laughs> <laughs> and just congratulate him because yeah. you know I I just in in a world where like. Negativity, negativity feeds news cycles, and yeah. you know people want to hear like the negative things. Like it, it's so, it, it feels so good to yeah. hear stories that are enriching like this. Yes, it's refreshing. I'm just excited yeah. for him. Like I can't. The world is his oyster for real. Like it is his yeah. oyster. Whatever this kid wants to do, he's gonna, he be, gonna able be able to, to do it. And I'm just excited to see what it is. Like you know, you're smart, you're fast, and you're and you're conscious. You woke. Come on, yeah, right. This is this is the the whole package. Uh-huh. So I pray, I pray, I pray. You know, for him, I pray for his his for him to be covered. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you got this much going on in one individual, it's always the attack. So I pray for him that he, you know, that things continue to go on the right and straight path for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one tonight. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we we at the end of another one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen, we need you guys to <laughs> to follow us on IG at Field yeah. to the Real. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Field to the Real. Um, please, please interact with us. Like we love you guys. Yeah. Um, if you want to send a suggestion, if you want to interact with us a little bit, shoot us. You can shoot us an email. Um, field to the real at gmail.com um and just let us know what you think about the podcast you know you can yeah. drop us a little nugget we think that absolutely. you should do this that and the third um absolutely. even though i think that we have a great show uh we <laughs> we will certainly we will certainly take uh take you know your pointers and your criticisms or we'll whatever. take your praise whatever absolutely. it is you know. whatever it is yeah but i um, just want to hear from you guys for sure yeah 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 so um Peace. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>